we were watching Jurassic Park Lost World oh, or whatever. No. <laughs> so the volcano blows up and everyone gets I'm on the boat. <laughs> You're just talking about it. And the brontosaurus is left behind. On a flaming island. Right. And, like, it's and, so sad. And we're and watching, watching him die. First of all, it's an, a CGI image. It's not even close to real, yeah. right? I mean, and right, it's like dinosaurs still, went extinct from a meteor. Idea. All the dinosaurs die from a meteor. Then I look over at Nicole and she's crying. My first instinct was to explain it and be like, are you crazy? Are you seriously look, crying I about this? I know all the things it, that you just said. But that was my first instinct and then i realized that it's not crazy it's beautiful why beyond the perfect we discovered through our flaws we complete each other better than perfect we stay through every fault we find our way welcome back to the better than perfect podcast where every week we share with you how two imperfect people helping each other Become better equals one better than perfect relationship. <laughs> I lost it you at the end. It. Yeah. Good job. So welcome back. Yeah. So, yeah. We were just talking about dreams, but we won't get too into <laughs> no, that. No, we cannot go into that topic. That's <laughs> too much. A different that's a, not even a different episode. It's a different yeah, podcast. It's not, it's not anything not the, to do with relationships yeah. whatsoever, but yeah. it's okay. But yeah. But we did have uh we have been stressed out this morning and working on the actually because we're time traveling because the first episode is coming out today for us of this podcast. So go back in time and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Do a little time traveling. Yeah. So we've been working on that. So yeah. So now the episodes will be coming out so we're on a official, weekly basis. That's it. Yeah. This is officially our launch, even though this is the sixth episode for you. So it's very inception yeah. of us yeah. just now. But, but uh, yeah. Okay. So it's my week to uh, pick the topic. So my topic is how to handle conflict in a relationship. And I, you know, it's supposed to be a controversial kind of topic, but that's just it's just it's it's already. I mean, it controversial enough. It's already to be. conflict itself. I think as so. long as it's like it's realistic, like yeah. everybody I mean, deals with that. Yeah, we deal with deals. it. Yeah. Obviously, we'll dive more into that, but yeah. Like it's very beneficial. Yeah. So it doesn't always have to be like us coming for each other's necks, but you know, that yeah. makes for fun, <laughs> fun video. We don't come for each other's necks. No, we don't. We, don't. we just pres present different perspectives on the things. Yes, so, which that's is good. True. So, yeah. All right. Well, what's you guys start with your perspective on, oh, on conflict, on how to handle conflict. Okay. Yeah. Or like where you want to go with this. Yeah. So, I mean, my thoughts around it were around just, you know, especially some of the things that I've learned recently that are re relearned, I would say, because, you know, it's easy to forget things that, that you have figured out and, uh, you know, and to get sucked into, into conflict. So I guess my, my thing on it would be, you know, what causes the conflict, uh, how to, avoid having the conflicts or having them go bad. And then really, I think the perspective from both the male and the female, man and woman, you know, what as a man can you do to have better conflicts, mm -hmm. <laughs> higher quality conflicts that, that are, that, you know, that, that are, are constructive because conflict isn't bad by itself, but no. constructive conflicts. And then in the same that you could present your side of what, what is it as a, as a woman, and, and there's some commonality too, right? Things that both people can do always to right. better communicate. 
And I, and I guess we don't really have to go over like the, you know, the, the standard four horsemen of, you know. <laughs> Can you remember all four I, precisely? Because, I mean, I know one of them. Right. One is criticism. Oh, I thought it was defensiveness. <laughs> okay. I think that's what, I think yeah, one yeah, of yeah. them is. But we'll just talk about from our perspective, you know, even though those are, because everyone talks about the, the four horsemen, so. Yeah, so I mean, what do you, I guess, yeah, what do you think about? Well, normally you're supposed to start with your perspective, but if you want me to start, I mean, conflict is a very, like, this is a very broad thing. Yeah, so I know yeah. that you kind of laid out how you want to talk about it. So the first thing you said was, what, like, uh, what yeah. causes it? Yeah. Well, I think it's obvious that, like, hurt causes mm. the conflict and, right. like, Cause that's where all issues start, right? Like even if somebody's like, Hey, like you did this and it made me feel this way, like that's still they got hurt right. somehow. Yeah. Um, so I think it all stems from feelings got hurt, someone got hurt, or they're feeling a certain type of way about something, but normally it's like hurt or upset or what those sort of group of emotions. And what's really hard is that when you're feeling those emotions, it can kind of overpower your like logical thinking brain in that moment, right? Because I know a thing that us women tend to do Mm. when we're hurt is sometimes lash out at the same time, like verbally or, you know, whatever. And we allow our emotions to kind of take over and we're not really responsible for what we do when we're upset, which... I don't think no, is okay. <laughs> right. Um, and I'll the, talk more about yeah. that at the end, but right. you know, typically where I think conflict like goes awry is that those hurt feelings like take over everything and they become this like destructive thing. Like right. now you're hurt right. by what somebody did. So you're going to hurt them or you're going to like show them how hurt you are right. or you're going to like, you know, get revenge, you right. know, and those, and then obviously the other person is going to be hurt and want the same like, things. Yeah. So it's like that typically is where a lot of people end up like having crazy full blown, like hour long, intense fighting conversations. Like, yeah, I'm not saying that we have it to that level, but a lot of people have it to that level and it's very normal, you know, like, and they almost normalize it. Cause I mean, we've even had talks, you know, with our daughter where, you know, sometimes she'll be like, well, I was upset. So I didn't mean it. Right. It's like, which we're trying to teach her, like, even though you're upset, even if you're angry, even if you're hurt, you don't lash out on people or you like, you have to still handle it a certain way. And so, you know, I think that's very important, especially for women. Cause like I said, we do typically like kind of go more towards like, you know, oh, you hurt me. Like it's on right. from there. Um, but I think that's not the right way to handle it. And even if you try to be really careful about what you say, you might still say something that right. hurts somebody. So I think it, you know, is important to look at it in a way that we've talked about, which I don't want to like steal your whole thing here, but yeah. Um, w- when you look at it from a place of like being vulnerable, which I think when you're like looking at it more from being vulnerable, it makes you come from a place where you're like, you're not attacking. You're like, 
I don't want to say helpless, but you're kind of like a little like, you you're, know. You're putting your uh, your heart into the other person's hands. Right. To de- and trusting that they'll deal appropriately. Right. With you're it. not trying to like guard yourself from it. Like right. you're fully open. Like it, it can be scary, right. but you're coming from this place of like love and right. like true emotion and not allowing the like, anger or what, like the, the part that wants violence or whatever (laughs) to like overtake. Right. Right. Or like the, the part that like wants to guard it yourself. So you're on like high alert and you're like, I must protect my heart at all costs. Right. So what you and I've talked about is protecting the other person's heart and, you know, looking out for them, which will lead to more constructive criticism type of conversations and not allow there to be that sort of like combativeness that a lot of conflicts turn into. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I'm like taking this whole thing over. So I mean, that's a good, I think that's a good summary of it. And I would say on that point, like the thing that initially starts the conflict is some kind of, miscommunication or it is a hurt, right? Right. I guess that's what we could say is it's, it's a hurt in some way. Uh, and, and I think that the more close you are with a person, the more the hurt is even slight things, because when you feel like you're side by side and they're like, this person really gets me, they understand everything about me and I understand them and we're so close, then any degree of separation feels like a heart, a huge, uh, harm. Cause right. you're like, oh, it, my reality is shattered now. I, you know, this, the, the, right. I guess, I guess she doesn't get me as much as I thought, or right. I guess, you know, it's like, or, or she must be doing it on purpose or he must be doing it on purpose if it, because we're, we know each other, you know? Well, and your partner's yeah. supposed to be the closest person to you. So obviously right. when there's miscommunication or hurt right. somehow, like your brain automatically wants to be like, but how could this person do this to me? Or like, you know, like I thought I knew them, you know, like your brain can spiral and that's where you end up kind of going down that bad road. Right. Whereas if you like, don't come at it from that perspective, you know, like we've talked about where you're like, I know who this person is. I know they wouldn't hurt me. Right. Like this is just obviously something that we need to talk about and work through in a, a, positive way. I mean, as positive as you can, like there's still going to be some sort of emotion because like I said, there's usually hurt attached to it somehow. But if you come at it with love as like the core, like attribute and like, you know who that person is rather than feeling betrayed because when you feel betrayed, then you come, you can spiral right. and you come up with all these other problems right. and, you know, then you start throwing those in there. And then yeah. now you, you're like talking about a whole bunch of other stuff, which I right. have done. <laughs> right. Like, We've all done that. But, I'm not but, perfect. And that's, any, and that's what means. I was going to say is that you come in initially with some kind of hurt right. for whatever reason. And then it either goes one of two ways. Either you interpret that hurt as you come to the person and, and say, you've hurt me or you're angry because you're like, like hurt goes one of those two ways. And it's like, if you choose the path to be, you hurt me and now I am upset at you for hurting me. That's the protecting your own heart pathway right? versus the, you hurt me. And now I'm going to be vulnerable about that hurt and give you my heart even further, trusting that you're going to do the right thing. And it's like, it's hard. I think most of the time we want to do the thing that we know that we can take care of ourselves. So if we do this one, 
you know, it's like, you know, you have control over that situation. But right. if you do the other one and say, okay, well, here, here it is. And, and the risk is that the person may not react in the right way right. In, in addition. And so then it creates a, a double hurt. But, uh, but, but yeah, I think that's, I think that is really where the, the start of conflict comes from is, is that, and then yeah. that, that choice, like, do you feel betrayed or do you just feel hurt? Right. And can, can you express that? And if you trust that your partner is going to take care of that and understand that, and you don't need to, you don't need to try and make them do something in response to it, then yeah. it, the, then it, it's not going to escalate to the, to the point. But then, right. but then what about the issue of. Well, I mean, I guess we could also talk about uh, how men and, and women handle it differently, or what they, what what men's what women's complaints are about men, and and men's complaints about about women in conflict. I think that might might make sense. Otherwise, we could say that uh, I was going to say, like, what what happens then from that point forward when when someone brings up a hurt and how do they respond? Yeah, I mean, I think what happened in my brain when you were just describing it is yeah. that I think. I mean, I know that they say like everyone has something in their childhood that like caused them some for, sort of trauma, right? Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and I do believe that. Right. And I think, you know, when we get old enough, we have, we're out on our own. We right. have to figure it out on our own. Right. We maybe had to figure it out on our own when we were even still young, yeah. you know? And so I feel like everyone mm. defaults to protect yourself because right. at yeah. some point, you are the only one that can do it. Right. Yeah. So, and you learn that. And so I feel like it can be hard and some people never learn it. Right. Like, let's be real. Some people have conflicts all the time, the way that we're talking about where it like escalates and it's messy, but they never learn to be vulnerable and to look out for someone else's heart over their own because right. it is hard. Right. Like it is hard to unlearn that thing. Right. And right. It's also like, you know, the reality of it, like this person could still leave. This person could do this. Like, you know, so there is still that like knowledge that probably makes people hold on to wanting to protect themselves because that's all they can control and that's all they feel like they can do. Yeah. But I do th agree that like this is the only way really to not have like explosive conflicts and actually like get to the root of problems and actually work through them and not really have to deal with them very much after you've had a helpful like and like a, healing conversation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that just like popped into my okay. head when you were talking about it because well, yeah. it kind of, I think it's important to kind of maybe theorize where yeah. it comes from because this is something that I feel like every single person I know has had a conflict that has like, been blown out of proportion, right? right? Like at some point. And you can't always say the right thing. Right. Sometimes it still goes, you know, a certain type of way. So because you can't know what the, the right thing because you don't know what someone's trauma is. is or, and yeah. so something that might be innocent to you that's even meant in a good way might come across the other. So you can't rely right. on and you also at the same time can't expect your partner to say things the right way because right. they're not a well, mind Well, I think reader. you can they expect to not if say, you've had well, yeah. a conversation right. where like you don't yeah. talk bad about the other person sure. yeah. or like call names or yell, right. like you can, uh, you can establish those things. Right. 
But like you said, there are still things that someone's going to be triggered by or offended by that you might not necessarily be because of their own past, their own trauma, like what they've been through. And like, you know, obviously we all need to work towards healing those things, but you know, we're all human. So things are going to happen. But yeah, I think just when you were explaining it, I think it's important before we got into the other parts to kind of look at it from that perspective. Cause I don't, I don't think like, I think it's just our learned behavior like yeah, that exactly. we've learned That's from exactly right. growing yeah. up yeah. and that when you get in a relationship and you get married that you have to like especially when you're married you have to trust your decision that you made right, right. because right. you should be taking the time to make the right decision you know right. or like thinking about it enough to feel like I could put my entire life in your hands and right. trust that you're going to take care of me. Right. Right. And, but I think when we're upset and we're hurt, we're like, and especially if it's by that person, we're like, how am I going to give my heart to this person that hurt it? Right. right? So yeah, it's a hard thing, you know, but I think that's why like remembering who you actually married or who you're actually in a relationship with and who they are to their core and the things that they show you by what they say and what they do is very important to remember in those moments, because it's very easy to allow your emotions and your hurt and whatever to override that and be like, okay, well now I'm coming at him because he hurt me. Right. So exactly. like now I yeah. gotta defend myself from him. Right. And that and that's I mean, that's I think that's the key thing that that causes the the conflict to escalate is the defense. Is right. Defense. And it's and if you look at it, because when we've had discussions, right, you've said you, being defensive—that's mm-hmm. the thing that I need to stop doing. And then, and then I'll let right. And then it's like, but even the act of saying stop being defensive is kind of defensive. You know what I mean? It's like because both of those, and what it comes down to is the motive of trying to protect yourself, right? As opposed to trying to love the other person, which, which again, it's like I said, I am just as guilty of it as as you know as as anyone is because. That's our default. Like it's, it, we were just having the conversation with uh, with Sophia, you know, the the other night, and I was telling her about how, like, well, you know, this girl at school, if she says something, you know, she says she says you're helpless, or she says something like that. That then just don't fight it. There's no need. Like that's just her what, what she thinks, and there's no need to like, you know, to fight against that or to defend yourself. Right. Just let it be what it is, you know, or if she points out a mistake that you made and she says it in the wrong way, then just, just acknowledge, just say, you're correct. I did make that mistake. You don't have to, it, it doesn't matter that she, she has this opinion or that she's expressing things right. in the wrong way. It's when you become that But that I think defensive. our ego wants us to prove ourselves, it does, right? It like does, that's yeah. really what it is right. then at that point, because, you know, why, like you right. said, why would you even say anything? Like, it doesn't really matter But to your ego, it does. Right. Right. And so you're like, no, I need to tell this person, this is who I actually am because they have the wrong idea of me. But in reality, like you could talk till you're blue in the face and a person could be committed to misunderstanding you. Right. And that is also where conflict can get stretched out because you do end up being committed to your point of view. You get committed to being your point of (laughs) view and then nobody's really budging. Well, you're talking in circles because like it's the same thing over and over and over because you're, you're just worried about defending your, your point of view and yourself. And then you're just worried about defending your point of view and yourself. And so nothing is actually like, it's not working together. And that's why I think a lot of like, you know, a psychologist or whatever would say, you know, like 
work as a team to fight against the issue. Right. As and like that yeah. is true and it can be, but it can be hard. But I think when you like look at it where if you're being defensive and the other person's being defensive, you're not working together as a team. Now you're battling against each other right? rather than being on the same side right. and, you know, coming from a place of love and understanding and like trying to stay connected amongst right. that. Cause that's also hard to do. And especially like oh, yeah. if you grew up and you didn't have that, you know, again, that's something you have to like learn how to like stay connected when there is disagreement, disagreement or conflict, yeah. because, you know, a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. Like as their automatic response. And, and what I was going to say about that is like, if you think about it, like, what are you really trying to do in the conflict? You're trying to be understood. Right. And that's why the defensiveness yeah. is such a slap in the face is because it's sort of- But that's it's, why it's also there, right? Yeah. Because you're trying to uh, express be, yeah. where you're coming from, right. but it's defensiveness, right? right? Like you're trying to be understood, understood yeah, on in both that sides. moment so as what, well too. So what's really got to happen is that the one person who, let's say that they're bringing up a, a harm or something, that person has to be met with zero defensiveness so that they can just be understood. Even if they're doing it in the wrong way and they're expressing their emotions, you know, there's a degree to it. Obviously you shouldn't be calling people names and, and doing stuff. But right. if you say things in a way because you feel emotional about the thing and you're expressing it w without that person being defensive so that they can just understand you. Mm -hmm. And then once that understanding has happened and it's like, okay, I empathize with what you're saying and it, it not even, you shouldn't have said it like that. Just, you just forget about that for a minute and say, okay, I, I get what you're saying. I understand that. I understand you feel that way. I understand you, you know, not at all trying to explain why just you did. Yeah, just just taking it all in, then just letting that person have their minute to feel understood. Right. And then the tables turn. And now it's instead of defensive, now turn. it's like, by the way, also, I didn't intend to hurt you. Here's how I feel and here's what I and then if again, the same courtesy is exercised, then you both end up being understood because mm -hmm. the conflict is happening when this person is like, I need to be understood. And this person's like, no, you don't understand me. And it's like, no, I need to be understood. And it's like, no, clearly now you don't understand me. And you're going back and forth. And all you're trying to do is to get the other person to understand you. It's like, I'm not trying to harm you, but you harm them right. by trying to tell them about how much you're not trying to harm them. And, you know, and, and again, this is, I'm, I'm sure this is a familiar cycle because it's, it's where, I'm well, at when I'm in a conflict, I'm, I'm like, I'm just trying to just, if you could understand what I'm saying, then you would see how, you know, that I, I don't that's mean harm. where everyone's like, coming from though. Exactly, that's that where situation. everyone's coming from. But yeah. they also say what exactly you just said too, is that one person should talk and the other person should listen. Right. And then once it's totally done, then the other person can talk and the other person listens, yeah. which we don't do that <laughs> Sometimes, a lot yeah. of the time either. So like, we're not perfect, right? but we do fall into a lot of the same things that we've talked about, but we do actively try to do right. it in a right. healthy way, but <laughs> right. it's still, you know, it's, we it's still a, fall a into the- And we learn from it. You know, yeah, but, we still like, you yeah. know, make mistakes. But the listening is important because it's not just, because a lot of times people interpret that and they're like, okay, I'm going to listen to this person for a minute. And they're just waiting with their- To talk. Defense. Yeah. Or they're waiting for their like, oh, 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 oh I can't believe you said, mm, mm -hmm, okay, go ahead. Mm, oh, right. it's like, like you're making the deal. like, oh, yeah. you, oh, you think that? Okay. It's like, that's not listening. Like listening in that context means understanding and empathizing. Right. Putting which yourself means like, in their shoes. Exactly. Not right. not to try and figure out how to, what does this mean to you? Which right. a lot of times I think the problem is too, is that, and, and especially- 
I can say from the from the male perspective is that when a woman is telling you how she feels, I mean, it doesn't have to be a woman, but it it's it's quite painful. Please <laughs> don't try to make it painful. It, it just because it doesn't it isn't even that it's being tried you know, that someone's trying to make it painful. It's just that you're you're recognizing just all these things that are being interpreted in a way that that you didn't intend them to be. Which, which again, it's like, oh man, that's like, it, it feels like oh, you don't really get me. You don't understand me if you think those things, but that's just how the person feels. Because at the same time as you're thinking that you're also doing the same thing by taking offense by those things. Right. It's like, you know, as, right. as a it's man, the so. same thing for each person. Like right. a woman's going to be upset about certain things that a man wouldn't. Right. And a man's going to be upset by certain things that a woman probably wouldn't. So let's talk about those things. I think that's good. So <laughs> okay. that, so what are the things that that women that upset women or have upset, you know, you as a woman, you think, or in general, that they would say I mean, I can't speak for all women, right? but words. Okay. Like you just talked about that the words really shouldn't matter, but I do feel like that is what fuels the hurt inside of me. Like when I'm trying to be vulnerable and like things are phrased in a way that Like the always and the nevers. Right. Like right. you never do this. Right. Like, and so. That is one of the my, four horsemen. <laughs> what, saying that? Saying the always and nevers. Okay, well, and I'm I'll tell sure. you why. Someone can check it. I'll but, tell you yeah. why it bothers women. Yeah, right. I'm not, I can't speak for all women, but I'll tell you why. Because I have been reading this book. Oh, okay. About optimism. Yeah. And like talking about depression in the book and stuff too, because they, you know, believe that pessimism is like related to depression in some sort of way. Mm. And women are more likely to be depressed. Right. And it in the book, they talk about how women really ruminate on things where mm. men just, if they get upset, they just act. Like they'll go and like go to the bar and drink or they'll go play a basketball game. You know, they'll like, but women right. will sit and stew on those things and oh, they'll think about it. Right. And they'll like, again, too, if you add anxiety into the mix and worrying and things like that, now you're like taking this one little thing that like, you never do this. Right. And now you're like, well, I do this. Right. And like, so he doesn't notice this. So like, does he not notice this? Oh, I see. So yeah. does he do this? Yeah. So I feel like that is where women can spiral and end up like being upset about one thing mm-hmm. and then throwing a bunch of other things in there. Because by the time that a man has even like finished the sentence, she's right. already over here, like 10 points down, right. you know, because the second they come out of your mouth, she's like, oh, so he thinks this. So may- he probably thinks this too. And then he's thinking this. Right. So I feel like it's maybe not the biggest thing, right. but, but it's one of words the- do matter to women. I mean, like think about some of the instances where I've gotten like hurt, sure. right? Like yeah. with the vitamin thing, I'll bring up the vitamin thing because yeah, it's vitamin. really not yeah. a big deal, but right. you know, I had these vitamins and right. I take them and then you were in there taking one one day and I was like, why are you taking the gummy ones? Cause you just drink the apple cider vinegar, vinegar yeah. and I like the gummies. Yeah, And you were like, well, you're not eating them anyway. And I was like, yeah. when you said that, I was like, not like you, uh, you, in the you, end of the world, yeah. but I was like, yeah. That's kind of like harsh. Well, like, even the way that you said it is not then, the way I said it. That's, well, but that's okay. the way you heard but it. But that's mind, the way you heard it. Right. And exactly. then also I'm exactly. like, so exactly. does he not pay attention to me because he doesn't know I eat right. these that's- every day? <laughs> and then I'm like, so like, he just doesn't care. Like, and then he can talk to me this way. Like, is it's like coming up. But like you right. said, it wasn't even like right. really that way. But in my mind, yeah. those words right. though, 
even though you said them like totally normal, there was no like sarcasm, right. no like meanness right. to it. Yeah. Yeah. The phrase sounded the fra- like that. Right. And so my brain automatically put those tones onto this phrase. Right. right. And so like, that's what I'm trying. I'm just using this as an example. Oh, yeah, because no, it's, it's a like, great example. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. not, yeah. it wasn't even a huge deal. Right. But I, the words did matter because right. from those words, right. like you said, you didn't have any sort of tone, right. but the phrase of it right. in my mind had a tone to it, whether you had it or not. Right. And so then it spiraled into these other things. Right. Right. And then now I'm like, I've made gum, like apple cider vinegar gummies into this <laughs> right. huge thing. And it, and it could be from a past trauma type of thing where I wouldn't even know that that would be a trigger phrase or or even maybe people had spoken to you with sarcasm before and had belittled you or belittled your intelligence before. And that wasn't what I was doing. I was just making an innocent statement, but it gets interpreted that way. Right. But what, what actually, you know, I think it's great that you brought up that example because when I think about you know, how do you handle that conflict? What makes sense in that case is because you could say like someone could make the argument and say, well, you know, you shouldn't take offense to to something, how it's being said, because you know that your partner doesn't probably mean it that way. They're just expressing it. In this case, it's not even expressing emotion. But 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 the other thing about that, I think, which 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 is more universal, right, which applies is the fact that, look, when I said you're not even taking them anyway. You couldn't really control the emotional response that happened. Like the physical response and what you said afterwards, you are you're in control of, but you felt a way about that. And you didn't, it's not your fault that you felt that way. It's just, and whether it's ridiculous or not, it doesn't matter if it's ridiculous or not, because it could be that, you know, you have a thing about corn and, and someone says the word corn, corn and it just brings back memories of wiping your butt with corn. <laughs> you know? What? Corn cobs, you know, the corn. Remember when we looked up that people used to wipe their butt with corn cobs? <laughs> this is a thing. It's a weird, look it up. You're right. It's You're, weird, yeah. but it's, uh, but whatever. From, you had but... some kind of trauma behind that. Like you can't control that that brings up a trauma to you, right? And I couldn't know it necessarily. So- uh, so what it comes down to then is is this idea that what has to happen is that the empathy has to be there. So right. even if I meant it completely innocent, and I did, and you know I did now, right? Yeah. I, I could get upset at you and I could say, hey, look, uh, why are you getting upset about this thing that's not a big deal? Like, do you think that I'm a bad guy that I would mean this bad? Which I, don't I mean think it. in that moment you did. I did. I did. I did respond like that. I, me- that. I messed up. Let's be clear. Okay, no, I'm care. not trying no, to no, say no. that, but no, I'm just trying to say like <laughs> yeah. what you're talking no. about actually did happen in that right. instance. It did. It did. Because that's the thought. Pro- that's a defensive, right? Because right. it's like, hey, I didn't even do anything wrong at all. And, it, and it's like, it was an extreme defensive on, on my part because I was like, like if you if you say something to someone, if you express a hurt and they misinterpret it and then you're defensive about it, because it's like, okay, that's a reasonable misinterpretation, right? Because or they're offended by the thing and then you could be defensive. But I said something in my mind that was totally innocent. I wasn't even, we weren't even in a conflict. I wasn't even upset at you. You weren't upset at me. And then all of a sudden you're upset about this thing. So so that would, so I was like, okay, well, let me defend myself. Let me, let me say what I actually meant. And I was even just trying to say, Hey, it's just innocent. Uh, I, I didn't mean anything about it, but 
but where I'm getting, you're going to like where I'm getting to. So <laughs> I know it's <laughs> you a little, think I'm not? I, you will like, just look at the look on your face. But, but, but the point is what I'm saying is that your response to that was an involuntary response of hurt, whether I meant it or not, whether it's absolutely ridiculous, like wiping your butt with corn <laughs> or not. You just want to throw that yeah, in there as many times as you right? can. Uh, so the proper response from me, which I didn't do in that in that case, is just to be empathetic about it. It's like, hey, and especially as a man, okay, because this advice applies, applies more to men than to women, is that women are going to be emotional about a lot of stuff. We're emotional. <laughs> a lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense. And it's not personal to you. She could literally just be uh, that time of the month and going through very high estrogen or low estrogen levels and she'll cry at a Hallmark commercial or some kind of thing. I or, mean, that could happen at any time. At any time, but something very small could. So there's, well, there's a lot man, of- Well, to a man, it's small, well, yeah, but you know, well, with well, being more like emotional, like right. we are more sensitive to those type of things, right, like right. to anything really. So it's like- that's part of being emotional. Like right. being emotional is sensitive. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So like, like the gummy thing, like I was more sensitive to the thing that you said. Right. Just because I like, I mean, like you said, it could have been some trigger thing and right. it probably is to some degree, but also I'm just like more sensitive. More, like yeah, I'm more emotional and I like want right. to tell you how I felt about it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's the thing is it's, but is I think that, men often right. too like can't, like they want to logical, right. like their way well, out of it. Because look, if I do something, if I said to you, "Oh, you uh, the gummies? Uh, you're you're lazy. You don't even eat gummies, or you don't care about your health. You know, something like that, something mean." And then you're upset. Then I'm like, "Okay, well, it makes sense, right?" But if I don't do anything wrong at all, and this is where I always trip up, is like, I didn't do anything wrong, so therefore I shouldn't you shouldn't react this way, right? And so it's like trying to control the reaction. It's like, right. it doesn't matter. As a man, you have to realize that it doesn't matter why she's upset. It, it does matter how that upsetness is, is expressed. But all you're looking for in that case is empathy. Like I could have ended that discussion just by saying, oh, wow, I, I'm sorry that, uh, that I came across that way. I'm sorry that I made you feel that way or Oh wow! Tell me more more about how that made you feel when I said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that you felt like that because of that. Oh, wow! I understand. I wouldn't want to feel like that. I, I wouldn't want to make you feel like that. No defensiveness. No explanation for why I did it or I didn't mean anything by it. Because the default for men is to say, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't." Right. Which it's such a subtle difference between between saying. Oh wow! I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I'm sorry, even that I said something that caused you to feel that way, or I empathize with your emotion, as opposed to I didn't mean to do that. That's not what I'm trying to do. It's like I didn't do anything wrong. Well, <laughs> like, I can't remember you know. the guy's name, but um, he explained this really well. Uh, I think I saw him on TikTok. Uh. He says that guys typically take it really personally, right? right? right. Like, which, okay, don't get me wrong. Anybody's gonna take things personally right. with criticism. Like women, man, doesn't matter. Right. But typically where men like kind of go down the wrong path is like a woman will be like, hey, the way you told me uh, you don't really eat those anyway when uh, I had the apple cider gummies out, like hurt my feelings. And then he takes it personally. Right. 
Like, right? He's like, oh, she hates me, or like right, yeah. she's like, like she think thinks I'm, that I'm kind of evil. Man. Exactly. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. he's like, then he yeah, goes or, or into like, why are you like, picking on me? Like, why right. are you picking on me? This then, is not a deal. Why are you picking on then me? Then he right. goes into right. defensive right. mode right. and tries to protect himself. Right. And so what he said in the TikTok is exactly what you said. Right. You know, you got you have to like realize that like it doesn't matter why. Yeah, because <laughs> right. like you can't. It's not going to be logical a lot of the time. Yeah. Like sometimes it is. Yeah. But like women, what really women really are like saying when they come to you hurt. Right. Like again, you have to say it in the appropriate way. Like right. they should not be yelling at you, yeah, calling you names, course. whatever. Of course. But they're not trying to blame you. They're trying to reconnect with you. And I know you know that because yeah. you know that like if a woman is upset about something, she needs love, love. more love. Yeah, that's always, but, yeah. and that is what a woman really wants. Like, right. don't get me wrong. There are probably some women that like are trying to tear a man down and like sure. really get to him. But, but usually because they have felt unloved for such a long time is usually the reason. Women are so. not just naturally evil. Usually, but women want so. reconnection. Right, like even exactly. just a simple, like I'm yeah. so sorry. And a hug yeah. can do so much. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. because that's like, enough a lot yeah. of the time. Like if it's something like that, obviously mm. if it's like a bigger issue, it's going to take more talking and, right. you know, a lot of the things that we talked about already when dealing with the conflict. But if it's something like the apple cider vinegar gummies, yeah. or but, but even like, you know, we, we, we did this in one of my YouTube videos where we're at a place and I was waiting for the waiter to, you know, to, uh, the, a winery uh. and, and uh, even though we don't drink anymore, but uh, you know, I kissed you and I was looking to see if the waiter was, you know, cause we're waiting on the waiter and you got upset about it. And it's like, look, it doesn't even matter. Like, right. In, cause in, in my female brain, I'm right. like, he can't even close his eyes for five seconds <laughs> and to I'm kiss like, me. He has I to tell be like, you, I love you a hundred times a day. I kissed you 50 times today already. Like we're here at this winery. I like need I'm 51, showing you, John, I, know, I need 51. I know, I know. But so in my mind, I'm like, what like like it does it 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 felt in that moment offensive to me. I'm like, do you not know who I am? After do you not appreciate me as and all the things that I do for you? Like those were the things that were going through my mind. I'm like, you're gonna pick on this small thing that I didn't even intend and and make it seem like I did something that that's intentfully wrong to you. But that's not the way to think about it because it doesn't matter. Because in in fact, I mean, it doesn't just apply to men. But, but I think that's taking like but well, that is also like. I'm not saying that what you're saying is wrong because it's not. You're entitled no. to have your own feelings about it. But if a woman's telling you that, it's because she wants all your attention in that moment. It's not about like she doesn't know who no, you no, are. No. That's what the I man know, spiral, the man spiral but goes into. Like, it's like if you, think you that. also like try to remember, which women also need to try to remember right. things too. Um, but if you try to remember that she's just trying to connect with you, right. I think that'd be beneficial of to course. guys like yeah. with this sort of thing. Like, yeah. I know it's still hard anyway. Like, no, no. We all have like right. these habits that we get into right. and a lot of them are not necessarily the best habits to have, right. but you can create new habits. And that's, I think what we're all yeah. we're talking about here is that like everybody has done these things that we're talking about that aren't necessarily the best. Right but you can develop healthier habits for your relationship and dealing with conflict and all of these things. Yeah. And, and, and what, what, what I'm saying is that in that situation, uh, you know, or any, any kind of situation when someone is hurt, it doesn't really matter why they're hurt because right. we get hurt for all kinds of, I mean, women more so cause they're more emotional, but men too get hurt for ridiculous reasons. And it has, it doesn't have to do with 
with the other person so much as it has to do with yourself. You, you know, in fact, the only way we're hurt is we allow ourselves right. to be hurt, right? It's always us hurting ourselves. We think it's the other person, but you know, the stoic you know, viewpoint well, is that- Well, we take it personally. Right, we like, take it personally. That's where the defensiveness comes right. from. But when someone's hurt, the other person needs to be empathetic and not try and not, because the, the immediate, I think, uh, more so for men, but but just in general, is that when someone expresses hurt, they're like, okay, well, does this is this person justified in being hurt? And that's the question that gets you in trouble. Right. Because again, like with the gummy thing, I'm like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't mean any offense. Like I just said a normal thing, right? So I'm like, I'm, I'm asking the question in my head, are you justified in being hurt? Right. With, with and the, then you're saying no, and right. then you're trying to defend your exactly. idea you just Instead had. Instead of just focusing on that, you're hurt. It doesn't matter right. why you're hurt, right? If you fell down because you tripped over your own feet and skinned your knee, I wouldn't be like, oh, she's she was uh, clumsy, so that's why she's hurt. I wouldn't be, I, you know what I mean? I would be like, okay, you're hurt. I, that's what the thing I would care about is that you're hurt, not why you got hurt or if you weren't looking where you're going and you tripped or something like that. That doesn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, she wasn't looking where she's going, so I don't care about that she's hurt. Like, you know, or let me tell her, lecture her on, on maybe you should be looking where you're going and then you wouldn't get hurt while you're sitting there crying. That's, that, right. would, that wouldn't be the reaction. Yet that is the reaction that we give. Like like I said, even that example of, of the not looking at you when I was kissing you, even though it was innocent on my, on my part, I made, I asked the question in my head, is she justified in being hurt? And by evaluating that and coming to the conclusion, no, then I dismissed the hurt. And that's the mistake. Right. But, and it doesn't just apply to men. Women can do the same thing, but, but it's more likely that men would do that because they're more logically going to say, does this make sense? Is this something that, you know, you know, well, and I think it's, important too for men to come from a vulnerable place as well too. Like when yeah. they are hurt because they don't always express their hurt in the most vulnerable vulnerable way either. Right. So that's also important because like a woman's true nature is like nurturing and caring, right? And it's right. so much easier for a woman to like be stay in that mode when <laughs> right. like so like it's like when a little baby animal is like come up to you and it's hurt and you're like oh I'll take yeah. care for you like I'm not saying that a guy has to be like help me you know no but like if he's coming from a place of like hey when you said this it's like hurt me rather than like uh you know just going straight into like how could you do this to me I can't right. believe you right and women can do that too right. they, yeah but so either way like both people need to come from the perspective of like being vulnerable because it's also a lot easier for the person listening to, you know, have that automatic like response of just caring what you're going through and being empathetic towards you. And, you know, but even if you don't do it perfect, like you said, you do have to just like listen to what the person's saying and not just try to defend yourself or protect yourself or take it personally, like just be there in that moment, put yourself in their shoes and see where they're coming from. Yeah. But I do think it's important to mention that people should try to come from a place of vulnerability. And like, that means like not saying things that are like uh, aggressive exactly. or anything like that when you are hurt. Right. Like, I know that that is, you know, easy for people to do and get in that, you know, habit of doing, but yeah. you can, you know, rein it back in. But I would say like, what, do you think that women should do differently? I've, like, I think it's very important for women to 
choose their, I do think but, it's important for women to choose their words and to not yell and to not, you know, uh, let their mind go from point A to point Z yeah. in like five seconds and bring all of that into the equation as well too. Um, but is there anything that you would recommend that might help women talk to men in a way that doesn't cause the boxing gloves to come out? Yeah, that's a good question. I, you know, as I've thought about this and reflected on this myself, I have to say though, that it is more, the, the man is supposed to be the leader, right? This is what I talk about a lot on this podcast. And so, yeah, there's things you could say that a woman could do differently, but the man should be showing it, not telling it. because Like leading by example. Because women don't respond to criticism, they respond to encouragement, Men more so respond to criticism. Not to say that yeah. you should necessarily criticize a man all the time, but I'm saying that a man is more likely to respond to criticism and especially in, in a relationship, I would say, right. or like, or with a friend or something like that. You know, if I criticize my friend and he's a man, he's going to get what I'm saying and, and, that, and that's fine. Like, it's not going to be, you know, like that, but women respond more to praise. Well, and, and even, to, I think it's important to bring this up really quick and uh, even- in the situation you're talking about, yeah. it is way more likely to follow a leader if mm -hmm. they're leading by example. That's what, yeah, that's where I'm going. Yep. Yeah, so like, exactly. you know, a woman is going to follow your lead right. if she can trust that you're always exactly. leading by example. And I'm not saying that right. you can't have mishaps and things yeah, like that, because that happens. But almost, you know, 90% of the time, if I go back and I look at my history and I look at our history and I look at, and I'm like, Whatever the thing was, if I would have just approached it with an empathetic, not trying to be understood, but trying to understand you approach, it would have solved the problem very quickly. <laughs> and, and you would have probably dealt with whatever I had to say in an appropriate way. I, I don't think that that, you know, again, not to say that, that there, there's not ever things, but, but whatever things that I think a woman needs to work on in a relationship or the, or the, the, this, this, the, the conflict, mm -hmm. it's best if the man leads by example, showing those things, right. because it's also really hard for a woman. A man has more of the ability to do it. I'll tell you why, because a man can be more analytical in the situation and is not as overtaken by his emotions. Not to say that a woman couldn't, you know, learn some stoic principles and it wouldn't serve her. It, it, th those are true, but a man generally has more of the ability to do it. And so if a man can do that and show empathy and uh, and and validate a woman's emotions, most of the time that solves the problem right there, and she's in a much more responsive place to then listen to what what he has to say. Right. And so that's why I would say that it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, women could focus on things, but they're probably not going to solve the problem. It's probably going to be the man solving the problem by by doing the right thing right. with that. Well, because, we've talked yeah. about this too yeah. with your sister when she came to visit mm -hmm. that her and I both had the same profound moment in therapy, right? It right. was just someone saying, I'm sorry you went through that. Right. Or I'm like, I'm sorry that happened to you. And so that's why when we were talking earlier that if yeah. a woman comes to you and she's like, hey, this hurt me. If you're just like, I'm so sorry, give mm -hmm. her a big hug. Most of the time you just ended it. You know, she feels so much better. She's not right. spiraling 
you know, on all these other things right. and bringing that in, she feels like healed in a way right. from that hurt. Like, yeah. so a lot of times it's not even that complicated, Yeah. but, it, yeah. and to go on what you said too, as a woman, it is harder to influence a man. It is. So it like, is. It's, Even if I was doing all the right things, right. It doesn't, you aren't going to be looking at me like, oh, I should follow her lead. You right. know, obviously we have conversations no. and we like talk right. about things and right. we work as a team, but like, you're not going to be looking like, oh, I should be like her. Right. right. And not that a woman's like, oh, I should be like him. But if you're in a relationship where the guy's leading the relationship, right he needs to be doing the right thing a majority of the time. Yeah. Otherwise then- you can create even more problems like, you know, well, who's leading the ship right now? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and ultimately he, it comes down to his responsibility. And so if there is one thing I would say to wrap it up about what women uh, could do better in the conflict, I would say that it is just coming with a hurt instead of an anger. Right. So if you I come, agree with that. most men, even if they are emotionally uh, illiterate, <laughs> If you come to a man and and you're in a relationship with him, if he cares about you and you say, oh, I'm hurt, he's probably going to respond at least in a semi-decent way. Well, that's kind of like, like I said with like the yeah. baby wounded animal. Right. Like if anybody comes to you yeah. in that vulnerable state, yeah. your instinct is not to attack right. the yeah. wounded person, right. it, whether you're a man or a female. Yeah. A man has to be a little bit more skillful if a woman comes to him and says, why did you do this? Like, I'm really upset about this or I'm really hurt by this. That's not actually expressing it. That's not actually really being vulnerable. Then he has to be skillful to to, to dissect that and be like, oh, I, I didn't mean to make you feel that. Like he has to not be defensive. He has to now. So it makes right. it a little bit easier for the man's job if the woman comes to him with a completely open heart, like my heart's in your hands, do with do with it as you will and trust that he that he will do the right thing. And sometimes right. he might not, but but a majority of the time he probably will in that in that case. And it, which brings me to the final, you know, closing point I was. Wait, I want to say one more okay, thing. Okay, go ahead. Just go ahead. like a quick thing. Yeah. I don't want to go too much into it, but I think it's really important for men not to try to get rid of women being emotional. Yes. Like that. That's I a whole episode. To say, yeah, yeah. But I needed a, to say yeah. that before we ended because it's men not, might be like, oh, well, let me just take the emotion out and then it will be good. We can just you yeah, know, we'll, yes, we'll be logical exactly. all the time. But yeah, don't like, em, no, like embrace love that part right. of her. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and you guys can learn together yeah. to like handle the conflicts in a better way. Yeah. And it you'll, and you'll like yeah. that about I'll, her. I'll tell one quick story about that <laughs> since it is so important. We do need to do a whole episode on it is we were watching Jurassic Park Lost World oh, or whatever. No. It's a crappy <laughs> <This> movie. <one>. <laughs> and there's this part at the end of the movie where, or at the beginning of the movie where they're leaving behind the island, the volcano blows up and everyone gets I'm on the boat. Cry. <laughs> You're just talking about it. And the brontosaurus is left behind. And he's, On a flaming island. Right. And, like, it's and, so sad. And, we're and watching, they're watching him die. And we're watching the movie. And I have no emotional responses at all. I'm like, this is an animal. First of all, it's an, a CGI image. And second of Still. all, it's a dinosaur. Like, you know, I don't so? care. Don't, Dinosaur. It's not even real. It's not even close to real. Yeah. Right. And right, it's like dinosaurs still, went extinct from a meteor. Idea. All the dinosaurs die from a meteor. So this it's is what I'm idea. being like. It doesn't even phase me in the slightest bit. Right. <laughs> then I look over at Nicole and she's crying. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, and at first I was, my first instinct was to explain it and be like, are you crazy? 
this is are you seriously Look, crying I about this? I know all the things that you just said. But that was my first instinct and then I realized that no. This is beautiful. It's not it's not crazy, it's beautiful. Why? Because I want a woman, especially a woman that is raising my daughter and taking care of her to be that level of caring. It's a beautiful thing that that women are emotional. It's not a, you know, as a man, I see a man doing that, I'm like Bro, <laughs> like, what the hell? You know, because you got to be tough. You got to be, but you need both the masculine and the feminine. That's really what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. And if you try as a man to make a woman like you, because you think it's good for her, because it's good for you, you're going to be missing the other side of it. Right. And 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 it's and not what you happy. want. Yeah. yeah, and you're not going to have very good sex either. So you know that's it. <laughs> it's true. Jesus. But, all right. <laughs> but the last thing I was going to say was was the. Uh, this this summary of of like the which you said at the beginning, which is the general rule is to le- look out for each other's heart, not your own. Right. Because if I am one hundred percent constantly in a conflict or or otherwise, just thinking how is how is Nicole feeling and how am I making her feel and how can I protect her heart and not trying to protect my own, and she's doing the same then you never are going to have a problem because right. cuz that cuz that's all you need to do and that's the thing to keep your eyes on the on the prize that's it that's it so that's true all right well so our like thing that we dealt with this week is basically what we just talked about yeah so it's kind of hard to like dive more into it but i guess we can just talk about how like everything we just mentioned we were doing wrong yeah like, and we fell into the loop of it for yeah. like quite a bit of time actually. Yeah. Yeah. And to the point where we were like, okay, this is like, we're doing it way wrong. And, like, and like unfortunately yeah. it took us a while yeah. to and, like yeah. really realize that we were just going about it wrong. And, and it's not like we were screaming and, no, and like calling each other names. Our, our version, <laughs> Nicole and I's version <laughs> is to spend six hours talking about <laughs> literally like to just keep on going <laughs> back and forth for six hours. So that's, that's our version of it. But, but I take responsibility because like I said, as that's I learned a lot from the experience, and it was helpful also. Yeah, for me, but there were some you know. like conversations that we had that I definitely I did not do the right thing. Like there sure, was one sure. where I did say things I didn't mean when I was upset with you, and they weren't bad. And like, I don't but, normally yeah. do that, but yeah. that was like that's when I knew yeah. I was like I'm like something is like really off in me because that's not my automatic response. Yeah. I don't. I wasn't even like trying to hurt you. I think I just was like so overwhelmed with like all the conversations that we had had that I was just like acting out like a kid or something, you know? So it's not okay to do it. And I felt so bad because like we talk about not doing it that way and I had done thing, you know, and we'd also talked about things that I needed to work on and, you know, there's things that you need to work on. And so we've talked about those things. So, you know, we're not perfect no. like that's why we started that's doing this because better than perfect like it, we yeah, make we all grow. the mistakes but exactly. we really try to learn from them yeah. and that's just where we're trying to be helpful to everybody else because yeah like we are bringing you the things that we're learning the hard way <laughs> exactly. and yeah. sometimes you do have to learn things the hard way yeah. because that's what really sticks but yeah. If you can give good advice that stem from actually making the mistakes and learning the lessons yeah then I feel like it is good to put those things out there to try to help somebody, you know, do the right thing from the beginning. And, you yeah. know, even if you mess up, like you'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And I learned this week, like I said, like all, a lot of the, the, the conflicts, the things that we, we went through, 
I learned that when I am hurt, my default tendency is to close and to, uh, to withdraw love. Right. And I, but I did learn through this process uh, to, which again, something maybe I could, could remember how to do, which is to, uh, to love through the pain and to not even focus on, on, on the being hurt, to just look out for, for you and to, and, and to do that. And, and when I started doing that, then things got a lot, a lot better. Things were resolved a lot, a lot easier. So that's true. Yeah. All right. I guess that's, uh, yeah. It for this I mean, I episode. guess for this one, we kind of yeah, talked about it already. Yeah. So, all right. See, See you next, next week. week. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs>